Good evening. Welcome to Hawthorne. It'll be our pleasure to feed you. Tonight will be magical. Welcome into another edition of Box Office Quarterbacks. This movie that we're talking about today was definitely not on our radar. We are talking about The Menu, which is one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. Ahmed, it, great minds think alike because you watch this and I watch this and we both told each other about it after we both watched it. So I'm happy we're talking about it. No doubt, man. Um, you know, I, I, as soon as I finished watching it, I was like, I got to talk to somebody about it. And I watched it with my wife, so I didn't really get to talk to you guys about it. But as soon as you said it, I was like, yes, let's go. <laughs> so uh, yeah. and it's so it's been a, a little bit of a while since I've watched it, but um, I still remember it vividly just because it's so um, freaky and it just really um, it's unexpected. Although uh, when we start talking about the issues that the movie might have had, I'll, I'll talk about that. Yeah, so I did know there was a twist in this movie going into it because I, I saw the previews like back in November when this movie did come out and I, and I thought it was going to be another cannibal movie. So I read ahead to the part where the chef kills himself, which is, this, this is a spoiler review, but I didn't want to watch another cannibal-focused movie. So uh, with that said, even with seeing the twist where the menu is the people that uh, chef Slowick is trying to kill that night being the actual theme of the party. I still was surprised by a lot of the twists in here. Well, right. Cause it's not just another cannibal movie. It's like everyone is there for a reason. Every person kind of represents um, a vice or of, that they've committed. And in fact, uh, according to IMDb trivia, every uh, character, every like party respectively is like a representative of one of the seven deadly sins. Uh, I did lust, not pick that wrath. up. Yeah. And so like, for example, the chefs and all those cooks, uh, they are, to represent wrath. Whereas the three, you know, wall street douchebags, they're supposed to represent greed. Um, the guy who had an affair with, um, his, uh, with his wife and slept with Anya Taylor, uh, oh God, let me Anya me... Taylor joy. Yeah. Joy. I almost yeah, said yeah. Jovi for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Margo, Margo, <laughs> Margo, Aaron, whatever the hell your damn name is. <laughs> Um, but like they were supposed to represent lust and, you know, it just ultimately it was like, okay, wow, this movie is so multifaceted, faceted, which, uh, made it that much more enjoyable. Yeah. So it was like if seven, <laughs> the movie by David Fincher was a dinner party is kind of what this movie is. Uh, it gets pretty fucked up. I'm not going to lie. Uh, especially when, when the killing starts and everything, but it is definitely a slow burn for the first 45 minutes. And I really like that about it. Like they get to the Island, the private Island where uh, Ralph finds his character has um, set up his kitchen and his five-star restaurant and all these things. And you don't know what's going to happen. And when they get to like the third course and then the chef shoots himself, then it just gets straight up crazy. You get people getting their fingers chopped off. Uh, you have 
some really crazy montages of uh, Chef Slowick drowning his boss by making him a fallen angel. That stuff was crazy as well. Uh, I really liked how they use the food as a storytelling element of everything. Like the meals were perfectly curated for the situation. And when you get to like the taco part, that's when you really start picking up on things. Of course. I I think your use of the word slow burn is completely accurate. Um, You know, it starts out with just a random couple. um, And then you find out, Oh, there's something off about this couple. Oh, they're not actually a couple at all. Uh, uh, instead, he's hired her for this. And, you know, it's the dynamic between um, Margot, Aaron, Anya Taylor-Joy's character, and Ralph Fiennes, who plays the main chef, you know, their, their dynamic and their similarities, you know, it really just kind of made the movie that much more special because you realize that they're not so different after all. Um, they're both sort of servants. Uh, they're both, you know, um, very, they've just gotten bored of all the things that they've done. Um, for uh, Margot or Aaron's character, it's like, it's like she's a high end escort. That's why she's doing things that aren't exactly sexual in nature, but still she's lost that luster. And it's the same thing with, um, you know, Ralph Fiennes character as the chef, you know, he's lost his lust and that's why he's like, you know, um, this is all it is. And, and it's all just so immaculate how something so, so as simple as food, um, and just, people taking pride in the work they do, but can be burnt out by just, you know, people taking the mystery out of things, people um, expecting so much uh, they want what they can't have and they're not grateful for what they do have. Yeah, 100%. And there is one character in this movie that kind of brings everything together. And that is Nicholas Holt, who plays Tyler. He's the one who messes the menu up from the very beginning. He knew ahead of time that the plans for that evening were to have everyone die at the end. And he was supposed to bring his date, his ex-girlfriend who broke up with him, but instead hires Margot to go to the Island with him. And that throws off the entire evening, especially when you're dealing with a psychopathic chef and, Man, that character is the biggest kiss ass I have ever seen in any movie ever. Uh, And that's not saying that the character is bad. I think Nicholas Holt does a really good job of playing such an unlikable guy. Oh, absolutely. I feel the same way about Orlando Bloom in the movie Troy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. (laughs) But it's like, like you, you, the, his uh, storyline in and of itself was also so, so surprising because, you know, you kind of wonder why he's not, you know, um, phased by all the, the murders and all the craziness that's happening. And even the idea of even the moments when he's taking photos, uh, even though that's prohibited, it's like, if he knows what's going to happen, you're not going to be able to share these photos with anybody. So why, but that's just how disillusioned he is and how 
just so caught up he is in the moment and how much of a kiss ass he is. Yeah, man. <laughs> when he died, I was uh, very satisfied. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to see that character go more than any other character in this movie. But yeah, the story is essentially Margot's story and connecting with this chef, like you said, Ahmed. And he was so focused on her the entire time. And, you know, even sending her on a task to his house. And then you have the showdown uh, with the assistant and everything like that. So he caught on to, like, her as a kindred spirit, I think, right away. And their relationship, like you said, is I is what I would say is the best part of this movie. Ralph Fiennes and Anya Taylor-Joy. They put the whole menu on the screen. And it's like... Yeah it was cooked with this with a side of bullshit. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. It was literally chef's kiss. It was like the cherry on top, the icing on the cake. I, I, whoever I'm I'm surprised that this movie didn't get nominated for best screenplay to be. It really should have really should have the dialogue, you know, is, is really good. And you know, the storyline had its fault at least towards the end, but you know, I, I really think people missed out or the Academy missed out. Yeah, definitely keeps you guessing. Like there are more twists in there than you think. There's the whole thing with the Coast Guard coming in and him being a part of the whole thing. And then I didn't think anybody was going to get away at the end. But Margot does get away by connecting to, I guess, Ralph Fiennes' earliest cooking memory of just making a simple cheeseburger and how that was how he fell in love with cooking in the first place. Well, Jeff, one could also make the argument that her being a high-class escort, whereas her using her, not sex work, but her talents to use, being able to appeal to the whole, this movie, your food sucks. Um, I'm still full or I'm still hungry, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, by humiliating him in that way, he got off on that. Um, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> and you pick up on more things than I do. I was focused on the cheeseburger that whole time. So, well, no, but that in and of itself too, man. I I was looking at like you know the creation of all that and just the the menu itself. The food was created by a Michelin star chef, and I just thought, man, you know. I, I empathize with the whole burnout and stuff. You ever think gourmet chefs just like, just after a long day of, you know, making beautiful looking cuisine that they're just like going to the drive through and getting McDonald's or Burger King and just, you know, like, you know what? Fuck this. I just really need to look at something gross and just enjoy this for myself. I'm pretty sure there's a scene in the bear like that where, he, he's cooking like a TV dinner or something in one of the episodes. But um, <laughs> if I was a chef, I'd be tired of my own cooking after a while, I think. Oh, Sometimes yeah. you just need <laughs> McDonald's. Sometimes you really do. <laughs> but um, no, it was all it was all perfect. Uh, it definitely made me want a burger again. But when you say she got away, did she, though, is my response. See, I think... 
I mean, she's going to have to live with all that stuff. And I assume somebody is coming to get her in the middle no. of the ocean. Ooh, see, you didn't pick up on the ending where after she wipes her face with the menu, the menu, she like hears the clap or whatever. And she's like about to knock out. It looks like she's about to faint before she takes the one more bite. Oh, crap. So did he poison the burger? Did he poison the menu? Damn, she had already had a bite before. That's that is true because they did have like edible paper and a whole bunch of other crap earlier and in the then. fact that she and the fact that she used it to wipe her mouth and that's when she started fading in and out. Crap. I got to go back and look at that. But yeah, that's that is a twist I didn't pick up on in a movie yeah. with a million twists. That is the one that I didn't get. Um, but yeah, let, let's talk about favorite characters, Ahmed. Uh, I'm going to go with, with Margot for all the things we said. She's the most fleshed out of any of the characters. Uh, Ralph Fiennes is a, is a close second, but Anya Taylor-Joy uh, has turned in some really good performances in, in movies like this. She's my favorite character. Like She's so talented. It's, it's amazing. Um, but I, I think I would have to give my number one to Ralph Fiennes just because he did such a great job of conveying um fear in every little thing he did every sound he made every gesture was uh was invoked fear but i think if i had to go with another uh, character just to be um separate i think john leguizamo surprised me with his performance like you know He's had some questionable performances himself, but in the end, John Leguizamo is still John freaking Leguizamo. Yeah, he's he um he was in Violent Night, that uh, killer Santa Claus movie too. So he's he does well when you put him into darker movies, and it's very surprising because when I think of John Leguizamo, I think of Super Mario Brothers and all the movies from the '90s that he was in. But he is uh, a a very surprising and very good dramatic actor when he needs to be. Oh yeah. See, I, I see John Leguizamo in two Wong Fu and uh, where he played a, a drag queen um, and also him in spawn where he plays a psychotic clown. That's right. I forgot he was in that too. Yeah. Oh. But you know, what's surprising though, again, this is all from the IMDb trivia. IMDb sponsor bo- uh, box office quarterbacks. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> found out that his performance was based on uh J- jason seagal oh steven seagal really uh, yeah, oh I'm sorry. i yeah, did i did read that steven yeah, yeah, seagal is supposed to be like a huge dick in real life and i, I mean, think that's I've what he based that. it on yeah right because he had a very bad experience with him and if that is true because <laughs> yeah <ugh. laughs> yes Steven Seagal in the 90s was on, like, the craziest run of horrible movies. And if they're basing it on that, I guess my day would be ruined if I had to sit through an hour and a half Steven Seagal movie. So I could see where the chef uh, wanted to invite him to that island. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the worst thing I ever... It's like, that's it? You just didn't like his movies? Like, yeah, you're dead. Oh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> My favorite, his assistant is like, which school did you go to? Brown University. Ah, student loans? No. 
you're dead. I was like, yeah. oh. Know what I mean? Just like, eh, you don't know what it's like to struggle. You didn't take out any student loans, and you went to Ivy League University. Yeah, I'm killing you next. Yeah. And the way like, what if she got some Steven Seagal? Or yeah. what if she got a scholarship? Like, that's not fair. She got the Seagal scholarship. The Seagal scholarship. I know I almost yeah. said that. But no, the, that's the Seagalership. Seagalership. Like, <laughs> hey, those 90s movies had to pay for something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Watch Under Siege. That movie's very bad. Uh, that's all I'll say. Uh, that, that's the movie he said he based it on, Under Siege. Was it really? I, I want to say, or, or at least that was the movie that John Leguizamo was in or something like that. But I know that was the movie that was referenced. Um, it, bad. We could go on about Steven Seagal for days. Um, but <laughs> what would you give this movie on our scale, Ahmed? I'll let you go first. I think I'd give it an all-star. Um, the ending definitely seemed rushed. Um, it seemed almost kind of surprising that he would kind of, that Ralph Fiennes' character would just kind of let her, let, you know, someone get away, uh, which is why I think he still had the last laugh with, you know, um, killing her by feeding her with the food and then using the menu as kind of like the way to kill her. Um I, I like to think that was what the move was. And before she died, she had one last bite of this delicious sandwich. Um, but I would give it an all-star overall just because it was good. I would watch it again. I think everybody should watch it. Um, but it's not something that I think um, should have like a best storyline type of award. The dialogue is is worth merit uh the acting is also worth merit and those things alone i think it you know it's uh it's an all-star for me yeah i would say it's an all-star too like the twists are great it's not your conventional horror movie it, i think there's it's a lot smarter than like 95 percent of the horror movies that you'll watch it uh the performances are great especially Ralph Fiennes and uh, Anya Taylor-Joy and even Nicholas Holt too. So yeah, I'd give it an all-star. I'd definitely recommend it. And if they wanted to make another movie like this, I'd be all on board. Same here. Um, I, I have a strong disdain for sequels. You'll know this. Stay tuned uh, on the review board. I have an open letter coming up to tell Hollywood to stop making reboots and sequels. Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I, I think this is just going to set a new standard for mystery psychological thriller films um, to try to push the boundaries a little more, maybe even have a little bit more fun with it, just like that Brown University scene. Yeah. We'll get ready for more talk about sequels and reboots because our next episode will be the future of the DC universe. Peyton is very upset about it. He does not like reboots as well. But that's what we'll focus on next. Uh, this has been another edition of Box Office Quarterbacks. I'm Jeff. That's Ahmed. We'll see you guys very, very soon.